1: And Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble happy house broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. And of course, we have our show producer on as well, uh, Gina. And Gina's going to be sharing with you an article that um, is getting a lot of, well, I think a couple articles maybe that are getting a lot of attention over on the main website, timandjulieharris.com. So, Julie and Gina, welcome to today's show. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Um, so, Gina, let's. and by the way, listeners, we're finishing up our topic that we started a couple days ago called Top Ten Reasons You Didn't Get the Listing, Secrets to Getting It Signed, and this is part three. So we're going to be finishing up that topic, and tomorrow we have a great interview with a top producing agent from the Midwest. Uh, some of you guys will definitely want to be listening uh, for that again tomorrow. Uh, let's see, anything else? Yes, we have a lot of great feedback from uh, existing members, from new members, from agents from across the country that Julie's going to be sharing with you in a second. Some fun emails we're getting from our private Facebook group. So Gina, what are the articles or article that people are most focused on over on the website just in the last day or so?
2: Yes, the top trending article on the site right now is, Amid technology, home buyers are still turning to real estate agents. Phew, right? So, Real Trends has been tracking for 40 years how the real estate industry has been performing, and while other industries, you know, obviously retail being overtaken by technology and all the online options out there, real estate agents yay, are here to stay. Not only that, but for all the whining, you know, we hear about, ah, oh, a seller doesn't want to my, pay my commission. Commissions are actually on the rise. In the past 10 years, they are up slightly to an average of 5.12%. And in 1997, the average commission on a medium-priced home adjusted for inflation was 16600 Today, it's actually 20000 So lots of great insights on why agents can count themselves totally safe from extinction in this very reassuring article on our website on timandjulieharris.com.
1: So you guys can tell by listening to her talk, she's the one that writes all of our punchy subject lines for the blog articles. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: very good, Gina. Yeah, well, read, guys, read the whole read the whole article uh, over on the website. And also, Gina, I think we're also going to try to prod these guys yeah. to participate in the spring survey. I know we're getting. Absolutely. I don't know if you've had a chance to. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that.
2: So the spring survey, we just kicked that off yesterday on the site. I've also, members, I've put it on the private Facebook page so you can easily find it. For those of you faithful listeners who aren't members just yet, I've posted on our public Facebook page, Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. The results are starting to come in. Uh, I'd like to say, reassuringly, our listeners and our coaching members are so awesome that so far the response to the whole, you know, um, about buying leads, Huge, huge numbers on people who are not even bothering with that kind of thing, because our listeners. Yeah, are And Gina, you, know, you right? know
1: what? Exactly. So, guys, listen. We, your voice needs to be heard. Make sure you fill out that survey. And I think we're going to be releasing the information, publishing the information, at the end of next week, sharing it with everybody. I think you guys will be surprised by some of the responses. I love when you guys put in your witty kind of comments. We actually, with those the comment that we always leave comments open after every question because the comments obviously are. Well, for us, they're the most interesting because you guys can kind of maybe shed light on what your answer was and why it was what it was. So look, guys, what you think, what you have to say counts, so please do contribute to the survey. And Gina actually just sparked a memory. Last week, I think we had probably what I feel is um, probably the most important article that we've put up that Gina and her crew put up. It was about the fact that the the whole buying lead uh, mechanism that was in place to help you guys if you were still in the frankly, in the throes of making the huge mistake of buying leads from the big portals, that seems like that that actually might be coming to an end if you're sharing the cost with a lender, as a lot of you guys were. Gina wrote a – or actually her writers wrote a very expansive article. You may have read a similar article on Inman, and it was publicized other places as well. Guys, definitely go back and listen to that because the bottom line here it is we're spring of 2017. If you think you're basically going to make your money this year from buying leads, I think we've kind of beaten that into the ground showing you how that's actually kind of an exercise in futility. Well, now compound that fact with it seems that like it might actually be a violation of a RESPA, an old, old RESPA law. And, uh, yeah, so read that article, guys, and if you're a broker, if you're an agent, if you're a team leader, and, you know, you're thinking, well, they are only going after the big brokers for this, you're wrong. So if you guys are, you know, sharing the cost through Zillow's lender partnership on the cost of your leads, you definitely want to be, you know, exploring whether or not that's a risk that you think is worth taking after you read the legal implications of it. Because from what I read, and, Gene, I think, you know, that back me up or say I'm wrong about this, but they are mm-hmm. actually going after agents as well as the big brokerages. They're not just singling out the big brokerages. It appears yeah. that they're actually going to be going after agents as well for doing this, hypothetically, yeah. Mortgage right? Brokers,
2: I mean, yeah. 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 brokers, agents, small brokers, big brokers. It doesn't matter. They're you know on the hunt looking for people who are you know participating together buying these leads from. It's the Zillow Agent Premier program that's been so widely used since 2013.
1: It's, it's early days to, when we're only basically uh, kind of telling you guys what we've learned from our research from other places. So you go and you get the information. You come up with your own conclusion. And if it's completely the different uh, conclusion than what we're sharing with you today, hey, feel free to talk about it on the website, timandjulieharris.com. And by the way, guys, you have literally, I don't know, 1,000 past radio shows you can go and listen to anytime. A lot of you listen to us on iTunes, but you're kind of missing the main show. If you're not over on com, obviously listening to the show there. So, Julie, before we get to our first point, yes. I know we have many little nice comments <laughs> here and there, some of which I think you've picked out to share with others to motivate them, to excite them. So share with what uh, everyone... Yes, indeed. From, from, All right. Tim, go ahead.
0: Perfect. So first from Beatrix Whipple, who is a great broker with many sales agents that she is fearlessly leading, she created a spin on our Uh, real estate success game where you're actually tracking all of the things that uh, make you money in real estate versus the things that just look like work but don't lead to a paycheck. And she turned that into an actual tear-off pad of paper with all of those things that make you money on your desk so that you can track it daily, things like your buyer appointment set Uh, listing appointments set, listing appointments gone on, uh, contracts written, properties shown, offers written, closings gone to, that sort of thing. And at the side, it says number of those things, the date and the agent. And so this is for daily use. It's ever present. And she added on the bottom of that page, what you focus on expands, keeping them all super focused. So nice job, Beatrix, not just implementing for yourself, but also for your sales agents and using one of our critical techniques that we go over in Premier Coaching. So also, uh, let's see. Oh, This is a fun one uh, from Patricia Joseph, who is a podcast listener as well as a premier student. Uh, She talks about how she implemented our discussion about monetizing open houses, right? And she uh, re-listened to that prior to setting up an open house. She said the night before... The open. I re-listened to the 10 rules for hosting oh-so-worth-it open houses, and then I hit my oh expletive I-don't-have-enough-signs button because, remember, one of the points was to make sure you actually get people to show up through lots of signs. Well, Sunday morning she drove to Lowe's and bought all the open house signs that they had in stock, went back to the subdivision, placed more signs, and at the open one of the neighbors commented on how well they had done placing the signs that they had noticed that versus some of the other agents. This was the best attended open I've ever hosted, and now I'm working with two new buyers as a result looking for homes in that area. Thanks, Tim and Julie, for helping me to have an awesome open. Sometimes it's the little things that you implement at the highest level that make all the difference. So thank you, Patricia, for sharing that and for being coachable and doing something about it. Then we also have Vivica Valley V-A-L-L-E, sorry if I kill your name. Um, She just finished her beautiful-looking pre-listing package and posted that on our private Facebook page. Uh, She got it done in less than a month in coaching. It is a big project. It's a critical project, but she got it done fairly quickly, and now she's off to put it to some use. So thank you for posting that. We especially like when you post the pictures of your finished product, and she did this pretty textbook. So nice job on that. Back to you, Tim. Okay, guys, so
1: <laughs> I think that's a summary from all the, uh, you know, there's the more Facebook where that came from, and, but I
0: don't want to end yeah, up call.
1: Well, it's really important that uh, existing coaching members, you guys do participate in the uh, private Facebook page because it's really a great place to get re-energized and focused. And I know one of the things that – I remember when Julie and I sold real estate, one of the things that you kind of look for always is a sense of community membership someplace. And normally you can find maybe a taste of that locally amongst your peers in your immediate marketplace. But let's be honest, you're not going to want to share with them your – You know details of what you're trying to do to build your business. If you're serious about your business, you're going to want to reach outside of your own backyard to try to kind of develop a support group, uh, a mastermind, if you will. And that's really what the private Facebook group has become for our members. So guys, listen, if you're existing coaching members and you have not yet uh, joined the group and started participating, you definitely want to do that. That's a great way for you to look for that encouragement on maybe the days that you need the extra little jolt of energy if this podcast or Julie's Daily Coaching Call doesn't do it for you. Um, so. the better and clo- the better and closer you tie yourselves in to um, our you know the group, the membership that we have, the closer you're going to be to keeping your uh, efforts every day pure to what we ask you to do, and the faster you'll make progress. The more time you waste and this is unfortunately I know some of you guys are skeptical out there are going to question my motivation for saying this but just think about it logically the more time you waste looking for alternative ideas for silver bullets for just any sort of secret sauce stuff the longer it's going to take for you to become successful just as Julie always says, focus, follow one course until successful. You've already chosen coaching members this course, so stop looking for alternatives. All you're really doing, if you really want to be brutally honest with yourself, is you're just being, I'm sorry if this word's going to offend you, I know it will, but honestly, you're just being lazy. You think all your researching and your dabbling and your planning and your tweaking is actually working. It's not. It's being lazy. It's being lazy because you know better at this point. If you've even listened to a few of our shows, you know your highest and best use. New agencies and agents i don't care where you are in your career your highest and best use is always going to be in front of sellers in front of buyers you know sellers primarily that's where our focus is your fo- your efforts your best efforts every day have to be focused on lead generation and you know the stuff that's free the stuff that's direct not the passive stuff that so many other people want basically are kind of trying to convince you works like facebook ads and such you know guys maybe it works eventually after you've spent enough time and money, but do you really want to wait years to see the benefit of that work? Do the stuff that's going to put you directly in front of sellers, so you're prospecting, your lead generation, you're pre-qualifying, you're presenting, you're negotiating contracts, and you're closing contracts. That's where you should be spending your best energies every day, not sitting in conference rooms or going to webinars. And I know we have lots of webinars, so I'm seeing, you know, I'm, I want you guys to completely see and hear what I'm telling you. It's for your best right now. Don't spend any Anytime you're not in front of a customer, you're failing. That has to be your mindset. Anytime you're not in front of a seller, anytime you're not in front of a buyer, anytime you're not generating business, anytime you're not negotiating a contract, you're failing. I want you to be that rigid about how you use your time because it's spring of 2017. If you're not busier than, you've ever been, than you can possibly imagine, if you're not pulling your hair out, you've got so much to do. If your phone's not ringing off the hook, if your email's not filling up every two seconds with opportunities, you're doing something wrong. Seriously, guys, have that mindset. Force yourself to go to the next level. That's what our coaching program is all about. If you've not yet requested your free coaching call, it's really quite simple. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Free coaching calls for agents.com, or if you're on our uh, website, timandjulieharris.com, and you're listening to this, as a lot of you guys do, just fill out that little form there and you'll see that when you do it, you also get those six free books. So you're going to get a half hour to 45 minute uh, free coaching consultation with one of our new member coaches. They're going to walk you through one of the most critical parts of your business, which, which is building your lead generation wheel. The Real Estate Treasure Map, which is one of the six free books we give you as a fill in the blank business plan, that's a critical part of the business plan as, as your, uh, your lead generation wheel. So they're literally going to help you get started on your business plan. You guys get this? So if you're saying, I don't know what to do, I'm hoping what I did last year will work, I'm hoping you know I get an email, I'm hoping I get a referral, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Stop hoping and let's put some stuff into action. I've just made the path as clear and as easy for you as possible. Free coaching calls for agents.com. Grab those six free books. Get some direction, guys, and kick some serious butt. So, Julie, let's jump back in where we left off yesterday.
0: Yes, and we've got a lot of ground to cover, so I hope these guys are tuned in, ready to take some notes so they can implement. Point number eight, remember we're talking about when you don't get the listing, why is that? Let's make sure we cure these problems. Well, you didn't use a pre-listing package. Without a great proven pre-listing package, you're signing yourself up to hear objections at the end of your presentation instead of closing at the end of your presentation. This is a huge point. Handle all objections before you get there, and all you have to do is talk about pricing. Answer questions, a light presentation, sometimes not even that, and close. So not using a pre-listing package. I mean, you're almost guaranteeing that you're not going to take the listing. And I know some of you assume, because you haven't seen it, well, nobody in my market uses a pre-listing package. Why do I have to? Exactly the reason why you have to be different, right? I could go on, but I think the point stands on its own. And Tim, interrupt me and hover if you'd like. I want to kind of burn through a
1: lot of ground here.
0: Uh, Point number nine.
1: Julie, blaze through a lot of ground. but You just said something that's so important. and I, I just want to really beat this into the ground. I know yes. some of you guys listen to us, and you've been listening to us forever, and you're saying, what are you talking about, Tim and Julie? Every single agent I know uses a pre-listing pack. No, they don't. What they do is they have a folder full of crap that they give somebody just to, so, just to basically make it feel like they've actually done something for the sake of the seller. Nobody uses the pre-listing pack except you in your marketplace that's like we've designed. And our pre-listing pack is not just a package of garbage, basically, with miscellaneous mis- home brochures and a page of this and a this and that mish and the mish. other. It's a speci- it, is a dis- it is a targeted marketing piece that's designed to get you the listing before you get there. That's what our pre-listing pack is. Other people have things that they call pre-listing packs. We call ours a pre-listing pack. But what ours really truly is, is it's a marketing piece designed to get you the listing so that when you're there All the stress, all the pressures, all the things that you live in fear of that's preventing you from being aggressively going after listings, all those things are off the table. You do not have to experience any of the fear, any of the anxiety. Imagine how much more positive and powerful you'll feel when you walk into that seller's house knowing that you're going to get that listing because all the questions have already been answered. Then the whole listing presentation, when you follow our procedures, is going to be maybe 15 to 20 minutes, and then you're out of there with the contract signed. I'm not, I'm not overselling this, guys. It's, it's really how better. it works. On our, on our private Facebook page, people talk about that all the time. So take advantage of this. Julie, next point. Yes, indeed. Okay, perfect. Number
0: nine, big mistake. You didn't close at all. If you find yourself walking out the door saying, okay, I'll follow up in a few days, you're not closing. That's not closing. Okay? So ABC, always be closing. Remember a couple of podcasts ago, Tim used the story of not asking. Don't make that mistake. Don't think that you're closing when you're not. Actually ask for business. That's important. Number 10, this is a big black hole. You overdid the pre-qualifying and talked yourself out of the listing appointment. Point number 11, you weren't prepared for any or all of the common objections. For example, I've never heard of your brokerage or I'm considering bigger name companies. I'm going to probably list with whoever the neighborhood expert is, the neighborhood specialist. They've been bombarded with postcards, that agent. I'm considering listing with my friend. I'm also interviewing the agent who sold me the house. I'm not sure I can move since there's nothing for me to buy. Why do I have comps that you don't have? Any of those types of objections? A lot of you live in fear of that, not being prepared to handle that. And by the way, the pre-listing package handles most of that before you even get there. If you're not prepared, you're going to get off your game, and you're going to find yourself talking about nothing but objections, making it impossible to close. So, Tim, that's the end of my specific points. I wanted to go into a couple of quick secrets. Secret number one, always research your competition. That means you have to know if and when you're competing, and if so, who you're competing against. How do you do that? You use the prequalification script. Who sold them the house? Who markets their neighborhood? Whom did they say they were interviewing when you used your prequalification script? If you don't know, again, you can get thrown off and feel like you're having to tap dance. And by the way, homeowners know when you're kind of BSing or you're stuck.
1: Another really right there. But, yes, but right there, right? That's what, most, that's what mm-hmm. most agents do. Guys, so be clear about this. When you're competing, let's assume it's not somebody you know. Let's assume you did the real work. You picked up the phone. You called and expired. You set the appointment. You pre-qualified the seller. You have their motivation. You have their time frame. You know what they think the house is worth. You followed our process exactly. You sent the pre-listing pack. You have sent it with the, the seller survival guide. You've done everything we asked you to do. By the time you get to the house okay you've already established yourself in the eyes of that seller and such a higher plane than anyone else they're uh, considering interviewing and i Julie just said it. You're going to be competing against the agent who sold them the house. Now, what do we know about the agent that sold them the house? Most likely, that agent's going to be very assumptive that they're going to get the listing. They're not going to pre qualified them. They're not going to have sent over a pre-listing pack. They're not going to have a professional presentation. And all of that is going to be, a obviously, a way for you to get them to list with you. That is what you're going to experience as long as you take a professional approach. Don't psych yourself into believing that you're going to be competing against agents that are going to take a professional approach professional approach to listing homes most of them don't because most of them get listing opportunities from their you know immediate social sphere that's how most agents get listings you are going to obviously get business from that source too. your centers of influence and past clients but what we're going to teach you to do is go out there and hunt so you can expand beyond that because that by itself you're not going to make it you'll starve You know, centers of influence and past clients alone won't do it. You have to go beyond that. Definitely important you start with that, but you need to expand beyond that. And when you do, we're going to make it so you don't compete. We're going to make it so you dominate. Competition is for wimps. We want you guys to dominate. Julie read you guys a comment yesterday, I think it was the day before maybe, someone who's gone on uh, a newer agent with us who went on five appointments and took five listings in a row following the system. Guys, it works if you work it as we ask you to do it. So stop. I I always like to beat on you guys because I can just feel when we're presenting. Some of you are still making excuses for not doing what we're asking you to do because you think it's too hard. Agents have been telling you, oh, you have to wait your turn to become a listing agent. You have to you know, toil away, endless summary, you know, screw up your life and your family's expectations of everything because you're having to work buyers and then the buyers never buy because they can't find anything or because they can't get a deal. Screw all that, guys. Stop that. Start becoming a listing agent. And then you can opt out of all the insanity that burns so many agents out. There's a reason that there's so many agents that fail out of this business in you know, around two years. It's because they've never learned how to be listing agents. Nobody is going to leave this business once they realize how, frankly, fantastic it is being a listing agent. If you get into this business thinking you're going to have some sort of decent lifestyle working with buyers, it ain't going to happen, especially in a market like this. All your nights and weekends gone, and then the buyers are going to end up staying renters or they're going to stay put in their old houses because of all the usual excuses, like the ones Julie just rattled off. In any market, and I don't care how hot it is, there are literally thousands of houses that are getting listed every single day. I want you to be pissed off that you're not listing more of them. Literally, go into the MLS. Here's your, and Julie, I know we need to round the bed. Go into the MLS. Let's find out how many houses were listed since the beginning of the year. And then be mad (laughs) that at least 10 or 20 or 100 or 5 didn't list with you. Have that mindset because then that discomfort is going to force you to grow and get better. You know, that's really where this comes in is it's you're finally getting sick, fed up, you can't take it anymore – no more, you know, all the frustrations of buying buyer leads when those Yahoo's call you trying to get you to buy a zip code and, you know, oh, you've got to spend $1,000 for this and $1,000 for that. You say, hell no, I don't need to be dependent on you generating leads for me anymore. I'm going to know how to get it myself. And then you start taking listings. Once you have, really, guys, once you have three to five listings in all markets, you're going to see, you're going to literally transcend every other agent in your office who's, stuck in the paradigm of buying buyer leads because you're going to see how easy buyer leads are to generate when you have one listing. You'll have to beat the buyers off with a stick. Buyers will come out of the woodwork. You'll have no problem generating leads if you just pivot and put your best energies every day towards becoming a listing agent. So Julie, you want to round the bend with me on yeah. today's show? you got some great other absolutely. secrets if you wanted to share those.
0: Well, absolutely. Okay, so we were talking about the biggest mistakes that agents make which cause them to not take listings. Well, even bigger than what we rattled off was the mistake of not having enough lead generation in place to even have enough listing appointments or opportunities to even make these mistakes, right, so that you can earn while you learn. So the fact is that you don't have to be perfect at everything to be a successful listing agent, but you do have to be perfect about some things. So start to polish your listing skills by improving the following. Generate the lead in the first place. Remember, the more you generate, the less you have to tolerate less you know um, income up and down that you have to tolerate the less flakiness in your business you have to tolerate so get better at generating in the first place then following up to close for the appointment some of you guys don't have enough listing opportunity not because you don't have the lead but because your lead follow-up is weak Then we move on to, and I'm doing this kind of chronologically, right? So generate in the first place, get great at following up, then make sure that you're using a prequalification script that pulls all those things out of the homeowner, like what price do they have in mind? Remember, that was a mistake, showing up without knowing what the price was. Knowing if you're competing, if so, against whom, use a prequalification script. Then, after you've done that, make absolutely certain you're using a proven pre-listing package not the same one that every agent in your office throws together or is recommended, not the standard issue stuff. Proven pre-listing package. Then use a proven but flexible listing presentation. We talked about speaking to what the seller actually says is important to them versus doing a canned presentation. Show up on time or early, that's an easy one to fix. Ask questions and deliver based on the seller's needs. ABC, always be closing. And then follow up relentlessly if for some reason you didn't walk away with the signature. Don't just assume that you don't have it. Continue to follow up. And, of course, you can join Premier Coaching so we can help you do all of this faster with less pain to you. You know, it's our goal to turn all of you into powerful listing agents with a 100% ratio. It is not acceptable to go on four and take two. 50% is failing in life. Don't buy into what some of you have been trained to think that that's okay and it's just a numbers game and you'll win some and you lose some. Your job is to win all of them unless for some reason you show up and you don't want that listing, which should be unusual assuming that you're following the system that we coach you to do. So back to you, Tim, and I've got to get ready for my premier class.
1: Yeah, so that's it, guys. Listen, if you're an office manager, if you're a broker, if you're not completely and totally sold on the idea – of having all of your agents become listing agents, teaching them to be listing agents, you've really got to question why. It's probably because, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, it's probably simply for the fact that you have not been in the business for more than 10 years, and during your whole tenure in this industry, you have grown up knowing that or thinking that buying buyer leads is normal behavior, and that you have been sold into the belief that that's basically where a bulk of the business should be, is focusing on the buyer sides. If this market has not taught you that, that that is an exercise in futility in terms of the amount of effort and time that must be going into every every buyer side in order to maybe get a commission eventually. If that hasn't, if you haven't learned that lesson yet, you've really you're stuck. You're really focused on the wrong thing and i want you to email me directly tim at timandjulieharris.com and we'll have a conversation about it every single agent listening to this uh, podcast every single broker every single office manager needs to have their prominent energies every single day focused on training agents to be listing agents when you have listings you control the market there's not a broker on the face of the earth that wouldn't Basically, you know, get rid of all their buyer sides and replace them with listings. For every one listing, you're going to do multiple transactions, pretty much guaranteed. Every listing gives you a billboard in someone's front yard. Every listing gives you leverage. One agent cannot successfully work with more than maybe three or four buyers at once, and even at that, that's exhaustive. But one agent can easily work with 10, 15, 20 listings at one time, usually without an assistant. It just makes sense to focus all your best energies on becoming a listing agent. If there's ever anything we can do for you guys, please feel free to email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, or, of course, you can email Julie uh, directly, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Any suggestions you guys have for us for folks we should have on the show, any topics you want us to review, we're going to have additional content on the website. A lot of you guys have asked about books Julie and I read. We're going to put up a reading list. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the books we're reading, why we chose to listen to them. I'm also going to start sharing with you, or we listen to our books, we don't read them because you can obviously you know, cover more ground listening to books and audible than reading them. That's the reason I said that. And we're also going to share with you guys some of the other podcasts that we actually listen to so you can get into and stay into the same zone of success and move your business and your personal life forward faster with a heck of a lot uh, less resistance. If there's anything we can do for you, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. We'll talk with you tomorrow on the radio.